Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Warning, this podcast contains adult language and themes throughout. Hello, I'm Candy Warhol. And I'm Crystal Rasmussen. And you're listening to Dragon Ants, the Bodycasty. Bodycasty. Another week back in the studio, Crystal. And may I say, I'm loving this um, this little uh, Baker Boy hat and spectacle look. It's kind of a young Barbara Streisand in Yentl uh, kind of look yeah. you're going for. That's so weird because I was actually this week reading the works of John Wayne Gacy and, you know, I was really going for that kind of look. So it's interesting that you got that because it's not what I was going for. Well, some people, people, uh, you know, would compare a little young Barbara Streisand to a young Gacy, you know, so that's that's Mm -hmm. not the first time I've heard that. Mm, No, it is a common cultural comparison. Um, So, yes. How's your week been? Uh, well, you were there up, up and down once again, you know, started, mm-hmm. started well on Friday uh, with my wedding. And I just before I go on with the story, I just want to say uh, to the listeners, thank you so much, uh, for Crystal, for, for giving me away. As everybody knows, uh, the honeymoon was not uh, what I thought it would be, you know, when uh, Barry fell off the cliff. Um, you know, I saw my, my hopes dashed as he fell. And the sad thing is people think I pushed him. You know, I didn't push him. Like, and I... No, I, I was escorted immediately into police custody. They're here right now. You know, um, I'm going straight to the trial after this. And I'm just, I'm just, uh, just typical Barry, I think, you know. Okay, so between you and me, Candy, you know, for the guests at home listening, um, I was... I was in charge of a lot of the wedding because, you know, you were low budget and I'm cheap. Um, and so, you know, I gave you away. I officiated. I designed the dress. I did the catering. The crab cakes were just divine. And of course, I did the videography. Um, and, you know, I just want you to know that the video, that video um, of what happened on the honeymoon, you know, I have since burned burned the evidence. But it was, of course, broadcast to the nation um, in the in the early noughties, timeline's a bit messed up here. Uh, well, Crystal, all I have to say is, uh, just like your crab cakes, I think that video was unreliable. So the uh, less said, the better. Uh, what what are we talking about on this week's episode, Crystal? Well, this week we're talking about my second favorite thing after money, which is daddies. Mm. Mm. Well, what about your relationship with daddies, Candy? I mean, you know, I don't like to talk about my my um, my daddy's crystal. You know, I was I was raised by my wonderful single mother Donna, and um, you know, it wasn't really till the weekend uh, with my 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 wedding to Barry that I decided, you know, I want if it if I didn't know then that you were going to walk me down the aisle and Samantha Mumbo was going to cancel, I wanted my my real daddy to to walk me down the aisle. So, you know, I found out that my my mother Donna had. Um, had an affair with three different men, Harry, Bill, and Sam. And I decided to write them all a letter and invite them to the wedding in Greece. 
Um, and you know, we we didn't we haven't figured it out yet. Um, it's a saga that I think will continue. Um, but I've just texted my grandmother, um, Cher, and she's uh, just after uh, charting a, a lovely helicopter off the Golden Pages, and she's going to be uh, chopping in this weekend to help me solve the um, the next dilemma of who well, is my sadly, father. Yes, sadly, I have never watched those movies, um, movies? but those. Uh, sorry, that that um, the the picture book of your life. So I think we should move on before we get any more into this deeply niche area. So we are super excited to have our guest with us today. Um, she might be the world leading expert on daddies after me, because I've mm. slept with every single one. Um, she is the yeah. host of the brilliant, fantastic really moving, really funny podcast, Daddy Issues. Please welcome our good friend, Ang Harrod, George, Mariah, Carey. Hi. <laughs> How do you and know? You, how do you know? And you've actually come yeah. dressed as um, Mariah Carey today. I know, I have. I love his hair. Stunning. But also weirdly as a daddy. It's so interesting how you're sort of multi-rolling in, in different genders here. I love it. Very avant-garde, as they say. Very avant-garde. Okay, so Ang Harry, you're here with a dilemma for your dragony aunts. Um, I am, I am. Um, can you can you please share with them if you're happy to? So my my dilemma is how do how does one find a healthy relationship when one has daddy issues? Mm, well, I think you've come to the right place when it comes to um, to daddy issues, Ang Harrod. So, well, I was going to say the context is that I have my podcast, Daddy Issues, and I am um, so I speak to lots of people about their various sort of daddy issues. But so you're hearing loads of different stories in relationships, but also being single at the moment and feeling particularly single and lonely. I have thought about my next relationship. Very, a lot, <laughs> a lot, <laughs> and <laughs> a lot, a lot, and I've and I've been thinking, you know, who would I go for, and and how would I make this relationship firstly last, and secondly mm. healthy, and that I'm not kind of obsessive like I normally can get, or um, you know, throw myself out there a bit too strongly when I actually don't feel that strongly for them. And so, I don't know, I've been really thinking quite intensely about my um, past relationships and how to make the next one a good one. What to you constitutes, first of all, a healthy relationship? Because I think that is, you know, mm. it's kind of could be different for anyone. And what what is it to you that constitutes that, you know? Yeah, I think to me it's balance. So there's a sort of, um, there's an equal partnership. Mm. And I think loyalty obviously and trust I think trust is probably the main thing mm. um because trust then leads into things like you know feeling safe with someone and feeling um that they can be someone that you can be yourself with that person there's no sort of false pretense or insecurity and um so yeah I think that's for me at least a healthy relationship is that trust and that friendship potentially before even the romantic side not that the romantic I mean the romantic side to me is very important and I think yeah. to most people but I think it's the the trusting friendship that and the 
yeah, the balance, the equal partnership. I mean, I find that so fascinating because to me, you know, a healthy relationship is, you know, being chained up in the back of a van and being driven around for 48 hours then you know, Mm -hmm. dumped out at my doorstep. But, you know, each to their own. And I think that's so interesting that you're talking about about trust and friendship, you know, as the the base of a healthy relationship. Do you think the friendship becomes comes before or after like do you want to bang a friend and then get into a relationship with them or do you want to form a friendship you know what I mean it's like that is a really I've been thinking about this Mm. yeah I've been I've been going through my single male friends (laughs) and I've been trying to think which one could I bang and none are really none are screaming at me um Mm. but I I mean ideally you I think looks and that sort of instant connection is is ideally what I'd go for and then you build a friendship but yeah if it's got to be the other way around and you know push comes to shove and I reach certain age and <laughs> I'm a male friend a single then yeah. you know at least we'd have a happy life well I guess the important side of it it like the the friendship side that you're talking about is what's actually going to make it it's going to put longevity into the relationship you know the mm-hmm. the spark and the physical attraction and the romantic side of course is important but if there isn't the friendship side of it then it's it's not really going to last so that is important too but I don't think there's yeah. it's like I don't, it's like it's chicken and the egg there's like we're not sure which one should come first because every relationship is different doesn't it Mm. I mean, this is a complete, di- you know, I digress, but, you know, the egg came first, FYI, for our listeners. <clears throat> it is the most obvious thing. Surely, come on, I'm here to lay that to rest. The egg came first. It takes me back to when we were young kids and I saw Crystal lay that egg. I, I don't really like to speak about it. So let's let's move on. But I think, you know, I think, you know, the, the second part of your questioning, Harrod, is, is, you know, how do you have this healthy relationship, like you say, with the trust and the ability to be yourself and the mm. friendship and the longevity and the support, you know, and the anal, you know, how do you have this relationship? <laughs> I'm kidding, obviously, or unless you want to do that. I mean, I've never done it, but if you want to do that, that's fine. But um, how do you have this, you know, how, okay, I guess the question is, you know, you say that you have daddy issues and I know you have a podcast called daddy issues, but how have your daddy issues affected your relationships in the past? Is that a fair question? Mm-hmm. Have they? Yep. So um, definitely. So my, my dad, just to go a bit deep, my dad died when I was seven. Mm-hmm. And so then no, don't worry. So I knew him for a little bit and then obviously an absence of him. And then I think what's happened in my relationships as a young adult is I was going for people who had some sort of resemblance in some bizarre way to my dad. So be that wearing glasses or be that like um, someone who um, uh, maybe had a, I mean, genuinely I started fancying a guy cause he had a low voice and carried a briefcase. And I was like, that's like my dad. And oh, I think, there. yeah. And I think it's, and, and also on top of that guys who, cause if I think especially the how daddy issues has obviously been thrown around has mm. been particularly at women who have, you know, sort of seem quite desperate and needy with guys and potentially undervalue themselves because of um, that need to be loved. And I think that's very much a real thing. And it's oh, also no. for guys for guys as well, but obviously comes out slightly potentially differently. But um, I definitely did that. And I think I attracted guys who, would give me the same story of being abandoned at the end because I think I was in a place where I 
I hadn't quite understood why this kept happening. And I had to sort of confront essentially my daddy issues. And that's a really layered, complex amount of yeah. different things um, to then be like, oh, okay, this is why this keeps going wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, this is something that I keep doing. It's not mm -hmm. like on them, it's on me. It's so interesting, isn't it? Because like, I am someone who certainly had and has a lot of daddy issues, even with my partner now. No, but seriously, I mean, like, I, and it's so interesting because I had a pretty good relation. I have a pretty good relationship with my dad, but I exclusively through my 20s had sex with men older than my father and mm. was seeking, I don't know, some sort of validation, some sort of like validation of my identity that maybe he never quite gave me. I don't know. God, I'm just talking. I'm just saying statements. I'm no, so no, this well, is I've so always interesting. Found, I've always found wanna... that so fascinating and like, this whole, because this daddy thing really does, we do lean in. And there is a really funny side of it, you know, like, yes, Danny, and like, you know, the kind of um, pop culture side of it. But then, as Crystal said as well, like, the it can it can take on a more sexual term, and it can take on, um, oh, I don't even know how to phrase it. I just always find it so fascinating why, like, where this whole, like, gay men and daddies thing came from, you know? I think as Ang Harrod said, about seeking masculinities, right? So whether it's like, whether it's in the way that you talk about Angharad, it's sort of like, you know, tr maybe trying to find your, you know, your lost father. That's such an intense mm -hmm. thing to say. Or yeah. for me, it was about like deifying and trying to sort of seek validation from a kind of masculinity. And daddy is associated with like a strong man or uh, a, in the sort of broader term, you know, the father figure, the person who's going to take care mm -hmm. of you. Yeah, yeah, the so protector. The protector. And so, like, you know, I guess, I guess, the, yeah, going back to your question, I guess it's sort of, I guess it's really hard to answer. Is that still something, is that still something that you seek out now when you're starting a relationship um, and hard? Like uh, a, 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 prote a protector, a, like a, a protector um, or a masculine yeah. figure? But this is the thing, I, yeah, so obviously, I didn't describe all this, the various daddy issues that I feel like mm. I've encountered in my relationships a minute ago. But one of them is definitely that that need. I used to have a real need to, to or huge desire to feel safe with someone because right. I think that safety had been taken away from like my, you know, dad in terms of the masculine energy in my life. Um, um, and... So I, I definitely was striving for someone to protect me and um yeah, to be to be that person and that that figure in my life. And I think again, I kept falling short because you can't expect, especially someone I, I didn't have the you know, the sort of inverted commas classic daddy issues where I did I didn't go for older guys. I did go yeah, for yeah. guys, you know, around my age or a tiny bit older or a tiny bit younger, but I definitely didn't have that sort of version of, but it's the same thing of wanting the the protector. And yeah. I think now I've come to realize that the best way to go about that is, yes, I might want someone who does have that, you know, energy and that sort of want to look after me, et cetera. But actually the first person, again, not to go too deep, <laughs> but the the first person that I need to do that is, is with myself. Yes, and yeah, that, exactly. yeah. yeah. And that's something that I've, that's, hopefully been a way that I've confronted essentially my daddy issues mm. which then means that my next relationship hopefully will be a much healthier one to go back to the question because 
that's where I think you have to face these things and be like, okay, why am I doing that? Like, why am I sleeping with men older than my father um, in order to seek validation? Like, what do I need to look at in order to change that cycle so that I feel better about my relationships? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So to me, from everything you're saying, it sounds like you're ready to jump into the dating scene again but you actually are more self-aware and I always find it funny when you know when you're dating somebody and you're making like so many mistakes and you know you're making mistakes or doing the wrong thing or saying the wrong thing and you're telling yourself to stop or your friends are telling you to stop and you just never listen and then like years later you look back and you're like yes okay like I've learned that and I know never next time was there any like I don't know like warning signs that you you can look back on now that you know okay I'm not going to do that or say that again with this next with the next guy I think that I used to do quite a lot which again is going quite deep but was um putting the other person before myself so that's something that I definitely I can I will have my alarm bells up if I start realizing that they I'm I'm putting that obviously it's good to put someone else's needs above your own sometimes but um you know not selfish all the time but definitely be a element of just losing myself slightly in the relationship and mm. platforming the person a little bit too highly um whereby I, I potentially thought or oh, put some of my self-worth on them yeah, so like, totally. which was um obviously an unhealthy relationship even yeah. if it was loving yeah because there should be a balance in a relationship and if it gets to a stage of course yes you should be putting somebody forward um for it in front of you sometimes but they should be doing the same and if it gets to a stage where that balance is unbalanced and it's all about them there needs to be a stop or a pause for so you can have a conversation about it yes am i allowed to ask the same question back and get some other answers yeah (laughs) how you two let's go to crystal first (laughs) well i mean i have so oh my god i have so many examples but like the things i wouldn't do now is like certainly like I think that for me the biggest thing is my time and so like Mm -hmm. a lot of the time in other relationships what I do is like devote all my time for them drop everything when they were free you know I would wait my one of my first long-term relationships it started off with this is so minor but it really shows the pattern of what happened then I would like text him like hey let's do something tonight or or whatever in the next few weeks and then he wouldn't reply for two weeks I'd wait and freak out Mm. He'd reply and then I'd reply straight away. And I would be always so willing, you know, one day he texted me like, do you want to go to Berlin tonight? tonight, Berlin tonight. And I had a drag show that night and I was like, fuck it. So he went to Berlin. Um, and 
then like the next week I'll be like, how about I cook you dinner and I'll get no reply. And it's things like that of like yeah. having real like double standards that you're kind of creating yeah. for like the, you know, yeah. so I think that's what I'd avoid. I'd be like, be really forthright that like my time's my time and really work out what I'm comfortable with and how much I'm giving to them, you know. In a relationship, there does tend to be someone who needs more love and affection and, um, you know, more kind of reassurance and right. all of that kind of stuff than someone else, usually, obviously, not always. But I do think you're right in saying that you have to find that yourself within the relationship. It's not something that just like mm. balance, as you say, is not always equal. It's just mm. as long as there's that mutual respect and understanding, I think, of each other. And it's mm. okay, well, this person does need me more than I need them, but that's yeah. okay because I'm okay with doing that. And it's right. That's exactly yeah. it. You put it better than I have. Yeah. Yes. No, no, you put it brilliantly. <laughs> and also it's about, but I think, I think like what you were saying earlier, it's about realizing your, you know, the balances that you yourself can kind of take care of, mm. you know, by looking at your previous dating history. Yeah. You know, and about by, by, you know, cause there's all your, you know, you, it's okay to need someone. I'm yeah. quite pro codependency, frankly, <laughs> which is like yeah. probably not good. Um, anyway, yeah. He's codependent. I'm like, you need me. <laughs> I know, they literally say, which is like, that's a daddy issue. Oh, I, I want to be needed so much. I know, my God. What do you find well, it like on um on when you're going on a first date and they ask you what you do and you're like, well, I have a podcast called Daddy yeah. Issues. <laughs> so it's actually quite funny because I have been single, so I had. A, a short stint with a boyfriend like my ex who I was only with for about four months so it doesn't really count but anyway so he I was with during the very beginning of daddy issues and then I haven't had a boyfriend since or <laughs> even or even a lover I've just been so freaking single anyway but then I um I went on a hinge for a little bit <laughs> so like right. a few months ago pre all of this happening yeah. I went on I went on a hinge and it was so funny because I put myself I'm an actress and a podcaster and a writer but I put on I thought that all just sounds so pretentious so I was just yeah. like I'm just gonna put astronaut and obviously that's <laughs> so random probably not you know it'll be like okay well she's joking so anyway put astronaut and then obviously whoever got in touch was like are you really an astronaut and I've like no well um no I've got a podcast actually and they were like oh what's your podcast called <laughs> and then I just wait for it and I just be like it's called daddy <laughs> and I, you'd see typing or whatever and then, <laughs> and then yeah and then there's no. one, there was one person who goes oh my god I love that podcast oh no great did you go on a date with them no I actually I'm a I'm, I'm a classic sort of um I'll I'll message someone if I'm drunk in bed right. and I'll, you know, I'll skip through on Hinge, but like, I'll never follow it up. I'll be like, you know, as soon as it gets to the stage where even numbers can be exchanged, I, mm. I'm like, ah, uh -uh. and I just ghost. Do you Which prefer, do you prefer right meeting now. a guy in person then rather than online? Much prefer. Much yeah, it's nicer, prefer. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think everybody ultimately does, right? I don't think. Of course. Yeah. Unless, unless, you're a cat, unless you're a catfish like Candy. But that's, <laughs> that's a whole different that, thing. It's just that dating has become so much harder in the last couple of years with with um, online dating. And it's dating has become like so disposable. You're literally swiping left on somebody without even speaking to them. And you're judging them on the, the first few sentences, you know? So I, I think it's much better to, to meet a, a guy I don't, at a house party or through a friend, yes. you know, or down an alleyway. Yeah, exactly. 
perfect. My favorite spot. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Ang Howard, I have a question for you. Do you think everybody has daddy issues? Yeah, I mean, to some extent, yes. I actually Mm. think people big time have mummy issues as well. I think that's just... Really? Do you think guys have that? Yeah, and girls. And girls, okay, yeah. And I think that can... It, I, it's such a massive subject, but I do think it can, it manifests maybe slightly differently. But I think mothers can can feed into someone's potentially lack of self worth or need to prove mm. almost as much as fathers. Um, but because I think of the kind of dominant sort of figure in parenting being the father historically, that seems mm. to hold the baton. I think with things like confidence and self esteem, like your father, I supposedly. This is what um, research um, shows: is that your father um, does give that um, can make you feel like you can do anything and everything, mm. and also has the ability. And you know, the sky's the limit beyond, but also has the ability of um, his rejection being so profound that either you shrivel and <laughs> feel like you're nothing, or, or you'll sort of strive to to be better. I don't know. I'm trying to box in loads of different um, of things but basically yeah I think everyone does probably to some extent have daddy issues even if that is a, a too much of an attachment to their father in terms of sure um you know wanting a man to be just as good as their father like they're, they're oh like, my god like bad. And I've, yeah and I know I know heterosexual men who base their entire character and entire decision-making yeah. process off the fact their father is a good man and then right. you meet the father and he's like some absolute mug and you're like, girl, what? Seriously, get a girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get a life and get over it. But it's so interesting, I think, that like, yeah. I guess when you look, when you think about it in a genuinely realistic way, like, you know, if you think your most significant relationships in your life, we often think of as like your best friend who you fell out with at school and then like your first boyfriend, but actually your parents in whatever yeah. format that is, they literally produce you both in their presence and like Ang Harrod and I know as you talk about kind of in their absence. So it's like, so of course everyone's got daddy and mommy issues. Mm. Oh my God. Big time, uh, big time. The most serious question uh, to date. Have you ever been in bed with a guy and called him daddy? No, I actually haven't. Really? Mommy, that is the way to get over these daddy issues. Girl, you, you haven't tried it. Screaming that out. But I know, I, but I do have a friend who, um, they actually came on my podcast, but I won't say who, but I have, well, they've now become a friend. But anyway, they said that that they started, the person that they were sleeping with, their boyfriend now, um, started saying daddy. Mm. And um, they were saying how much they actually enjoyed it. And they were like, yeah. and they were like, shit, my daddy issues are real. Yeah, um, yeah which was quite interesting. That is what I think about when people talk about like the, the whole daddy, especially like on the gay scene. I've always just wondered, that's what I meant earlier. Like, where does that originate from? Like, mm. Crystal, I know, um, have you ever been called daddy? Oh, please. No, but I have spent, <laughs> I spent my entire 20s calling men daddy. Exactly. And asking them to call me, I'm belying my old gender, but I'm I asking them to call me son or yeah. sometimes grandson. No. Oh no! Okay, I have never Dang. heard that one before. What happens at the big Tesco in Lancaster stays at the big Tesco in Lancaster. Am I right? Oh my god! I think it is really important for you know with our generation, if you know we're lucky enough or we want to have children, 
than to sort of just be aware to like not pass your shit on. Isn't it strange? It is a, it is a cycle. And I always find it really funny, say if I'm with like my mom and that typical thing of like, oh, mom, you're being so overbearing. And then when I'm at my grandparents' house, I hear her saying the exact same thing to her yeah. mother. And you just realize it is just passed on. So again, it's but just also, be aware. Surely the, the, real, the, the truth is then if everybody has parent issues, if everybody has daddy and mommy parent issues, surely the truth is that what that proves is that like, there is no such way to be a flawless parent. No. In terms of like parenting, like no matter what, my child is going to have drag queen mommy issues. Not that I'm going to give yeah, it to yeah. them, but you know, I'm going to try my hardest to not carry my shit over <laughs> yeah. to them. But I'm sure there'll be other shit that I don't know I have. You know, it's just. Yes, because there's also, there's the, also that thing having a perfect parent and then the child and I've known I know this because of friends or um just I think generally but having that I think it's more of a male thing because I think again generally historically men have been you know the the you know people who go out and work and make money and are the kind of impressive parent because of that and I think that you know if you bring in finance that's historically been more valued than nurturing and caring in that sense which is but, so stupid but yeah which is so stupid because they're just as important if not you know well more um, important i think the yeah. work my mother yeah yeah go on yeah exactly mm. but it i do think again having this sort of pet perfect parent also can which again doesn't exist but can do that thing of a child feeling like they're not going to ever be good as good as or good enough and i think it's right. it's really it's a kind of catch 22 because you're never going to be perfect and it's there's no there's no perfect and I think it's just being self-aware and aware of yourself and then all of that other like the amount of um I don't really have an answer but the amount of boys that I've spoken to or men I should say who (laughs) were like my dad wasn't absent but he was really successful and um because of that I've always felt like I would never be as good as him and I've always felt in his shadow and that I'm not good enough and so I think and they and you know he could be a really great dad but he seems to show you know a part of you know a part that they don't believe that they can do because it's so impressive or whatever it is it doesn't have to just be success mm. But mm. whatever it is um so yeah there's no there's no perfect there's no perfect way i don't think I mean, you, I mean, you spoke there, Angharit, about, you know, nothing being perfect and nobody being perfect. And I think uh, Crystal is a, a perfect example of that, you know. Um, <laughs> but I love that you, you're, you seem to me, you're completely um, far more self-assured than you were a couple of years ago. And you're ready to get out there on the scene and, you know, get a partner, just get laid. And, yeah, okay. and you know exactly what you're doing this time, you know. Um, is that safe to say? <laughs> yeah, that is very safe to say. <laughs> and we can, we can, we can confirm. There's thousands of um, of tweets from yo- young, willing men uh, for Anne Harrod uh, flying in. So we're going to be um, sending all to- of those your way. <laughs> we might take some for ourselves, and then yeah. we'll send we'll send the leftovers to you. Um, it sounds like you'll take anything at this point. If I think that's safe to say, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> looking for a man with a briefcase. We've got a lot of them on our man books. with a briefcase. Oh, yeah. It is, it is huh, on trend. Huh. Hashtag uh, man in a briefcase for Ang Hard. Mm-hmm. Um, my love, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank, um, you. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun. 
you're such a pleasure. And your your podcast, Daddy Issues, is out there. You're on season two? Season two, yeah. Great. Congrats, yeah. my love. Yes. Thank so you. anyone with um with daddy issues, if this episode hasn't solved all your your problems, please yeah. jump on to Angharit's fantastic podcast, uh, Daddy Issues, which is available now. Um Angharit, yes. Oh, sorry. And the movie version that. is coming out as well, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. The TV show on Netflix, I think, is um, yeah, up and coming. <laughs> But I um, just want to confirm it's not just about it's not just about relationships. It talks about lots of different things. So don't worry if you know if it's not relationships. It's also about the the fall of the Berlin Wall. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I think that's going to be Ryan Murphy's interpretation of the podcast is going to be absolutely spectacular. I can't wait to see it. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for coming in today. And um, please thank send our love to Ryan. I will too. And thank you so much for coming. We'll see you on the dating scene. Yeah, perfect. Can't wait. Hopefully coming soon. All right. Lots of love. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was so much fun. Listen, um, it is our it is time for our third uh, favorite part of the podcast, and that is our listener dilemma of the day. Love it. Okay. So, um, Ophelia, you if you could just bring in the big bag for us there. Thank you. And I'm just going to let her out now. Okay. Uh, dear Candy and Crystal, my father is in his 50s and has recently had Botox for the first time. Good on you. Uh, he's now got the surgery bug and came home yesterday with lip fillers, while this morning he's talking about getting an eyebrow lift. I understand it's his body, but I'm worried he's having a midlife crisis. What should I do? Ask Jennifer in Manchester. Hmm. Hmm. And she has attached a picture there for you, Crystal, of the father, if you'd like to take a look. Yes, interesting. Well, you know... Frankly, you know, we're all desperate to keep up with the Kardashians, aren't we? Mm. You know, and I don't really blame Jennifer's father. And frankly, I think he looks pretty good. So do I. You know, I, 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 I think, you know, each to their own. Each to their own. I mean, there's also, I mean, in the photo, it is the father and, and Jennifer. And if I may say so, Jennifer is uh, obviously in need of some work herself. Um, yes. And I think that's the issue, isn't it? You know, maybe she's seeing how fantastic her, her father is with all this lip filler and Botox and feeling insecure because she looks um, like a pot-bellied pig. So you know, to me, it sounds like, you know, classic candy. You know, we've seen this before and we will see it again. To me, this sounds like jealousy. Jealousy. Yeah. Jealousy. You know, you know and I think, we, I think, frankly, we cannot have a free society until everybody is getting fillers and Botox. And that is just, that is my stance on it. And, you know, it might be quite a liberal stance, but it's a stance, all right. Well, I think, I think go for it, daddy, get the Botox. Exactly. And I think, you know, um, uh, jealousy is, like you said, um, a very dangerous thing, isn't it? And it's something that our Jennifer needs to, to be aware of, you know, as Paris Hilton once sang on her hit song, Jealousy, um, you know, jealousy, 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 la, 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 you know, iconic words. Not just iconic words, but really the words of the modern day gospel, Candy, mm. I think. And mm. I, you know, and I think, you know, I think Jennifer has a lot of self-work to do. Mm. Um, 
And I feel pretty sort of sickened by Jennifer's judgmentalism mm. towards her, you know, her Botoxed father. Mm. And, and I think, frankly, you know, we keep giving airtime to people on the show who don't deserve it. And I think Jennifer has a lot of thinking to do. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, let's move mm. on. Let's move on. I'm, I, once again, we've come to the conclusion of our podcast, Crystal, and I am shaken with exhaustion. I, uh, shaken. Mm. Shaken. Mm. I mean, this is my daily life, Candy. You know, this is my reality. Any plans for your weekend? You know, I just, you know, I'm just going to go home, kick back with a glass of Pinot, and I'm going to watch, you know, my favorite movie, you know, the masterpiece directed by Carol Ballard, um, Fly Away Home. Oh. And, you know, and I'm just going to do that tonight. I'm just going to, you know, kick back with myself, you know, my new man and his bitter, bitter daughter. And we're just going to watch a story about family and little ducklings. Little ducklings. Yeah, you Mm -hmm. used to raise ducks back in the day, didn't you? I still do. I still do. You know, one of my favorite things to do is just raise little duckies. You know, I, what I often do is I go to the canal, mm. you know, I scoop them out with a net and take them away from their mother, you know, and then I just raise them one by one. And then, you know, I feed them to my pet snake when they're big enough. And that's just, you know, what I like to do in my spare time. And I know, you know, I know that that is not very politically correct when it comes to animal rights. But, you know, I beg anyone who was there for, you know, who was in, who was in Cyprus the year when the ducklings took over you know, it was 1941. You know, everybody knows that the great duckling stampede of Cyprus, mm-hmm. 1941. It was a lot. And so, you know, I'm I'm working through my duckling issues. Mm, well, fly away I, home, Crystal, I say. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm going to do. What are you doing tonight, Candy? Well, at least we not forget the bill is outside waiting for me, you know, to bring me uh, to sort out um, this this ongoing, you know, 12 hours now investigation into Barry falling off the cliff. Um, but I, I, I'm confident that I'm going to um, have that wrapped up by tea time. And, um, and you know, I've been thinking uh, this whole uh, fiasco with Barry and ruining my honeymoon. I, I, I think I'm entitled to a do-over. So, uh, the 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 Magal- Magaluf uh, Hotel, um, have completely comped us for this weekend. So, I'm going to be on the first plane out of here. I've already uh, enlisted my my two very very best friends, Hannah and Daisy, uh, from of course S Club Juniors fame, um, and they're already over there. And um, knowing them, they've already uh, arranged a little gig the three of us you know they need to, to earn their little pocket money little daisy and hannah you know singing their their little um, past hits uh while yes. i reminisce about um my long locks marriage of 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 24 hours you know well you know it sounds like that is going to be an automatic high candy oh completely well an automatic high indeed and as usual i will have no clue what happened to me the um the whole weekend because I will be high. You know, I never know what happened to me until I get my my disposable camera back from the pharmacy. So uh, mm. we'll have a look through those photos uh, next week and um, see what myself, Daisy, and Hannah got up to. Um, in I think just, I think just before we go, um, I think our listeners will be really interested to know. You know, how do you smuggle your drugs over the border? 
Well, that's again, you know, why it's why it's being uh, why it's great having a relationship with the juniors, with the S Club juniors. You know, they're 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 able bodied. They're they're little. They're very energetic, and they'll just take you know a few a few tabs, a few bags up their um their little anuses. You know, and we will just you know have a little sing song. You know, a little a little new direction, a little fool no more while going through the seniority. <laughs> And um, and Daisy, Daisy, Anna, they all they all do it with a complete smile because they're 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 happy they're happy for the work, you know. Not all of them were lucky enough to get into the Saturdays, so no. So and I'll send you their love. I'll send you their love. Please, of them you know, bless their hearts as well. You know, as we've learned a lot today, and I think the, the most key thing is that nobody suspects the juniors um, at, at airport security. So I think, yeah, that is a beautiful note to end on. And I just hope you have, a you know, a lovely weekend, Candy. Lovely. I know you, so much. girl, you deserve it. What a week you've had, you know. know. Oh, Oh, here for me now. Um, listen, so that's me. I have to go sort this out. And um, I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so All much right. once again. The Dragon Answer Podcast out. Out. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.